Yeah, no, you know I'm all about semen. Podcast. This is level 13, Stadium Events and Dragons Rebirth. Uh, this is our, I guess, second episode of the new year. Um, first real episode. The last episode was just a recap of 2014. Oh, what a painful year in video gaming it was. So many disappointments, so many letdowns, so many lies. I can't uh, think of any disappointments or letdowns, actually. Can no. you give me some examples? Yeah, we all had Wii U's, so we didn't have anything to be disappointed about. <laughs> true. Okay. All right. True. Hey, true. Watch Dogs did... did eventually come out on the Wii U. Come on. <laughs> yeah, but by then everyone forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, as always, the four of us are here, except when Derek's not. Um, and uh, I am Shane O'Hare, of course, uh, and surrounded by the other guys. Uh, I'm really bad at my segues. I need to start practicing. I need to do an improv class. Or start doing stand-up so I get used to it. Uh, to my immediate left, um, the illustrious Derek Crenbaugh. You always go with illustrious. Like, is that your only, like, descrip- describing? Like, is that your only way you can describe us? It's everyone's illustrious. We should get you a thesaurus well, to go with those improv. Yes. Yes. Uh, is is there a problem with the word illustrious? Do you not want to be bit referred of, it to it as... It just doesn't mean anything anymore. You say it so often. The first few wow. times, the first few times, you know, I got like a little, like butterflies a little bit, and 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 now it's just meaningless. Now okay. it just makes me think about the old days when we were happy. <laughs> you say that. You say that to every podcast host. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that chiming in is the exalted Josh Jackson. See, now you're, you're like, yeah, you're just making words up. I think you exalted. Used that one before. <sighs> I hate you guys so much. I hate you guys so much. It's a great way and- to start the new year. And um, rounding the group out, the noble and very, very nice uh, Juan Carlos. <laughs> I'll give you that one. He's very noble. Very, very. He's very noble. He's very nice. He's super nice. Um, I did put illustrious into thesaurus.com. So I feel horrible. like my grandma is introducing me to her friends. <laughs> he's very, very nice and, and noble. See, you're no longer nice because you're making fun of me, right? You fuck it. God. Hey, I'm giving you a little Mac. Well, no. He's no, basically a unicorn status now. Yeah, you, you, I refuse. Unicorn, that's uh, that's a four-legged animal related to ponies, and I think. Well, like I I just mean he's like he's hit that super rare status. Like, when is the last time you guys saw a little Mac in a store? Because I haven't since uh, he came out. I've never seen a little Mac. I've ever seen a little Mac in a store except for when they took it away from me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was gonna say one. I, I, I'm, I will pay you for it. No, 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 no. Your money's about, not good to me. <laughs> How about this? Next convention we're together, I'll get you drunk on me. How about that? <laughs> we oh, get drunk wow. for free at those places, don't forget. <laughs> I don't know if I can handle any more uh, motorcycle sightings. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, that was Inside jokes great. are funny. <laughs> and then let's wreck our ankles. Yeah. Oh, boy. Jeez, yeah. That was weird. Maybe I should get you a gift card to, like, a physical therapy, like... Just preemptively. Yeah. Just get it started. Um, <laughs> check, ch- I'll, I'll check Groupon for that shit. <laughs> uh, is there um, any um, uh, errata or anything you want to talk about that we discussed our year in review? Arretata. Anything else? Yeah, Errata. 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 No errata. Nobody wants to discuss anything that we might have forgot last week. Mm. 
I think that I think we covered it pretty much. It was a great show. We covered it all. Fabulous. The the only show that you need to listen to concerning 2014 covered everything. Literally everything. It didn't have a Taylor Swift performance like uh, the actual New Year's did, so that was a little disappointing. Well, eh, it's not her old. Maybe word, so. next. <laughs> maybe hey, next year. I I love I love all Taylor Swift. So okay, all right. That um, blank space. Well, so come on, guys. <laughs> I haven't heard it. Heard it. I I'm listening to her music anymore because my Spotify had it all pulled down. Oh yeah, because she bitched about it. Yeah. Yeah. We're super on topic about the gaming going on right now, talking about Taylor Swift and all that shit. Yeah, too bad there's not like a karaoke revolution or something coming out to segue into. Um, there was... What was... No, that's Just Dance. Okay, never mind. They have that Just Dance where you can play with like your phone and... Yeah. Anyway. Segways. Segways. Uh, kind of a slow news week. Not a whole heck of a lot of stuff going on because of the holidays. Um, but very interesting uh, story came out of... Let me get the exact name. Uh, a private, private, bleh, <laughs> private liberal arts college at Kentucky, the University of Pikeville, uh, announced that they're going to be making um, video games uh, an official sport, and they're going to be offering scholarships to gamers this fall. Um, a quote from the dean. Let me pull it up here. Um, Bruce Parsons uh, said, "It will be a regimen a lot like athletics. They'll have to obtain a certain GPA." look at them like student athletes there'll be practice time video time and then they have to study other teams for upcoming competitions much like um a football team would i think this is fucking um, uh, phenomenal phenomenal because there's there's so much money and notoriety uh in esports uh like uh when the first dota international came out i think the the purse was 10 million dollars yeah so it's and you know you have uh, attorneys for League of Legends that are renting out the Staples Center, selling out the Staples Center Jeez. in LA. So it's it's not a small thing, and um, I think that um, this uh, the school, University of Pikeville, is not going to be the last that's going to be doing it. What do you what do you guys think about it? I'm wondering where this was when I was coming up. <laughs> I know, right? Then I wouldn't have had it's... to get a real job. <sighs> it, it, You're never it, too old it, to go back to college. Yeah, that's true. Have you did say you worked in a closet community. Oh yeah. They film that at, at the community college that I go to. Oh, some really? of the see, some of the scenes, at least. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, so you were basically on the show Community, pretty much. Except it's not nearly as funny, but just as sad. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I used to play uh, Pathfinder at the community college, and it's kind of a sad place, especially when you're playing Pathfinder there. Whoa, whoa! Just... Pathfinder's fun. I'm just kidding. You shut your whore mouth. Anyway, um. <laughs> Yeah, oh, someone's that. phone I, is I vibrating D&D like a motherfucker. A Whose times. phone is that? Whose phone mine. is Sorry. that? Sorry. Oh my god! Oh my god! Juan, I can't. I can't even. <laughs> you can't even. I thought that was your New Year's resolution. <laughs> you can. Um, yeah. I uh, back to this. Uh, they're gonna. They're gonna be having twenty scholarships uh, specifically for League of Legends uh, play first. Um, and there is a head coach, uh, Eric Van Hoos, ready to coach the games. And yeah, I I think it's I think it's phenomenal, and I hope more schools and I believe believe more schools are going to be doing it. So I think it's I think it's time for the uh, Geekscape Games host to uh, go back to school, like uh, Derek suggested. Oh, Derek, man. can you get an international student visa? Uh, probably not. <laughs> um. All right. Well, next on our just, list, they don't um, just hand those out. You know, they're not just going to uh, well, give those to a Canadian. Yeah, it's they might think you work with ISIS. 
or Ubisoft. <laughs> they're much, ISIS Ubisoft. No, they're not. <laughs> Literally worse than ISIS. <laughs> well, speaking of Ubisoft, uh, Far Cry F- Far Cry Four disappeared from the Xbox Store and became unplayable for users. But surprisingly enough, it wasn't Ubisoft's fault. Hey Shane. Um, hey Shane. I just want to yeah. uh, compliment that segue. That was, uh, oh. you know, you were just complaining about how you sucked at them, and that one was very good. Thank you. Thank you. But uh, honestly, acknowledging the segue, doesn't acknowledging the segue kind of just like defeat the purpose of having a good segue? Well, that's my fault, not yours. I just wanted to say oh. you're doing a really good job. Thank you, babe. Oh, We're complimenting you to offset the beginning. <laughs> you dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting off a of fever. I'm all, I'm, I'm, my brain's all fuzzy. Um, yeah, so nobody knows why it happened, but it left. Uh, I thought it was just kind of, you know, a great, great, like, shit sprinkles on the crap cake of Ubisoft in 2014 to have the, one of their only working titles uh, get completely foobarred on the... So the, it's, ba- uh, it's back now. Um, I I would be remiss to say that it is, uh, but the uh, the article where I f- f- read the original uh, release doesn't have an update, so mm-hmm. I would be surprised if it's not back, but I just thought it was... I thought it was funny and thought we'd talk about it. Um, they just bad luck Ubisoft. Bad luck Ubisoft. So did they? What was the reason that it went down to begin with? Or, or? Um, th- there's no reason. Like they they don't know why. Uh, they just said their official response was it is a known issue, and they're working to figure out what was going on. So known as not like it's a no, like we knew about it prior, but like hey, we quit calling us. <laughs> we we know this shit's fucked up, and we're trying to fix it. But they never explained what 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 happened. And the problem oh, right. was if you had a if you had a digital version of the game and you started it up, um, it said please insert game disc to uh, really? play. So yeah. it, it broke every like downloaded copy as well. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So if you had a physical copy, you were you were good. But um, but yeah. So just another another reason to uh, join the PC master race. You know, you don't have to deal with this crap. Yeah, I'm tempted at this point. Do it. Do it. Come. I was gonna say come to the dark side, but we're obviously the light side. I mean, come on. <laughs> Um, the master race. Um, uh, next on the list, file this under weird. Devolver Digital wants to make a new Seaman game. Are, are you guys familiar with Seaman on the Sega Dreamcast? Oh yeah, Leonard. Nemo, I know. Right? I knew Josh would be, but yeah, uh, a little bit. Yeah, no, okay. you know I'm all about Seaman. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just found our little sound clip for the beginning uh, of the show. I we was found just, our I, I just meant that usually you are the one that plays these kind of like off, kind of different uh games and you always like know so much about them so and seaman was a super fucking weird game and so i assume you know all about it yeah had nothing oh, to yeah. do with your pre- your preference of bodily fluids <laughs> <laughs> but now that that's out there oh yeah go on tell me more about your seaman or the game seaman you be the you, you can decide that <laughs> <laughs> um nothing official is going on um uh, it was just kind of some Twitter talk between Devolver Digital CEO Fork Fork Parker, which is a very interesting name. Um, <laughs> kind of, t- he kind of tweeted this. Uh, kind of, he did tweet to Sega and said, "Yo, dogs, uh, can we play a new Seaman game or make a new Seaman game?" And then the original creator of Seaman, I want to get his name and not sound like a jabroni, Ute Saito, um, said, "Maybe do it for the cell phone." Self, the cell phone for mobile. So um, it, it it would be interesting. I would love... I, I didn't get a chance to play Seaman. Seaman. Uh, <laughs> he plays with Seaman all the time. <laughs> <laughs> They're all, it's all over my Amiibos. 
That's a callback to 2014, way back in 2014, when we were making coming out figures jokes. Oh, in case yeah. anybody's not listening. That, thro- uh, that throwback yeah. to 2014. <laughs> uh, anybody interested in uh, this game um, being re-released? I think with the newer technology and when um, with at least uh, voice recognition, uh, it would be great on the Kinect. Holy shit, I never thought like I'd be excited for a Kinect game. It'd be perfect for the Kinect because they could read your body temperature and all that bullshit. It'd be great. What do you guys think? Yeah, any chance to be able to play that game again? It was just so weird. And it wasn't like, it wasn't exactly the most fun game. It was like an early version, I, at least on consoles, it was like, hey, you Pikachu before that one came out. And it's like, yeah. you just sit there and talk to it and it kind of talks shit to you. Like every once in a while, it's just really sarcastic and it'll put you down or like half insult you. And that was kind of just the charm of it. And like, like you said, with today's technology, I feel like you could get a lot more out of the concept compared to what it was on the Dreamcast. Yeah, and wasn't there like something, or maybe I'm getting something else confused, where like it would eventually? Uh, no, I think I'm. I think I'm getting a 4chan prank confused with Seaman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, th- there was 4chan came across like a website that had a, an artificial intelligence where you could like type to it and it would learn, and they taught it racism. So, <laughs> so we had 4chan to teach a. A, s- a semi-sentient computer, uh, well, not sentient, but, you know, an aware computer, racism. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, like I said, slow fucking news week. So hopefully um, you'll be able to make your seaman racist, you're saying? <laughs> I am. <laughs> now, now, would would you make it racist so that if I were to come over to your house, he'd be like, hey, get out of here, you honky? Um, I you, never thought of that. you call people honky on the daily? I call my wife honky all the time. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Babe, baby, you're the only honky for me. <laughs> Is that how you have her name written on your emergency contact form? Yeah. Hon- <laughs> yeah. Like, in case of emergency, please contact Honky. <laughs> honky Jackson. <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds like a fucking sidekick for, like, a Dolomite movie. <laughs> This is my wife, Honky Jackson. <laughs> uh, oh my god, we're completely like off the rails. So, Derek, bring us back into the rails and tell us all about PlayStation Now and how the subscription is finally almost here. Announced? Here's uh, the they announced it. Sorry, let me catch up. I was looking at uh, Amiibos on the internet. Uh, <laughs> oh, whoa, so, whoa, okay. whoa. Don't mean to be boring you now. So, so Sony, um, PlayStation Now has been uh, available for some time. And we talked about it on one of the earlier episodes, how pricing was kind of typically most of the time not fair and often like ridiculous, like often to rent a game for 30 days or something like that. It cost more than either just buying it from the PlayStation Network, like online store or like going to GameStop and getting a copy, either new or used. They did. uh, It's available starting on the 13th. So in a few days. 20 bucks a month or three months for 45 bucks, which sounds to me, it sounds totally reasonable. It gives you access to the entire PlayStation Now library, which at this point is there's more than 100 PS3 games uh, on there. And I know when they announced PlayStation Now, they talked, you know, PS2 titles, PS1 titles. They have said that that is now more of a long term goal and they're just more focused on getting the great library of PS3 games um, onto the service. And that the okay. service will constantly evolve and change, and they're adding new games every month and everything like that. But yeah, twenty bucks for one month or forty four ninety nine for three months uh, of unlimited streaming, basically. So of a hundred PS three games to start, and they had a cool like trailer and an image. Well, that showed. I'm, I'm I'm sorry. What was what was the pricing again? 
twenty bucks a month or forty four ninety nine for three months. Okay, okay, okay. All How right. do you guys feel about that? I feel like I think to that, me I, that sounds totally reasonable. Yeah, no, that's that's a uh, that's a fam phenomenal. Holy shit, phenomenal! <laughs> it was a it's a very good price. It's a good. It's price. an illustrious price. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, otherworldly. Uh, yeah, I'm just looking at some of the games like they had. Um, Dirt Three, Infamous, Grid. I mean, they got some pretty good games on here. They have you know, Hallway Sim. They have Hallway Simulator. Oh, I mean Final Fantasy Thirteen, um, Killzone Three. Um, yeah, yeah, there's like a, there's like a hundred. You know, you got The Walking Dead. You've got just there's just tons. And uh, yeah, no, it's I I yeah I I feel like it's something that I never would have used before. Um, being that pricing was pretty ridiculous, and that I've played a lot of the PS3 games that I would ever really want to experience. But you know, there is a lot of games that i missed out on and for a price like that you know i wouldn't hesitate to jump back into it and especially like i literally today put my ps3 up for sale because i'm like i gotta you know i'm never gonna use this again um so i might as well just get rid of it while it's still kind of worth something we should Um, we should give it away on the podcast uh no because i would like money for it <laughs> we 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 could all sign it and, and uh, greatly increase the value of it. I think that would decrease the value. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're the illustrious Geekscape Games podcast. We could just write illustrious on it, and that's that's it. And and it, and knowing me, I just misspell it. You would could probably we, misspell it. Could we could we come on it and then sell it to people <laughs> on the subreddit? God I damn it! I can get behind. <laughs> I can get on. I can. I can get behind group jizzing. No problem. No, I'm a completely down. Signing my signature? No way. Circle jerk? Got it. Sign me up. YOLO. Jesus Come on, Christ. Man. <laughs> exactly. Come on, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Jesus. Jesus, Moses. Yeah. Uh, I think. Um, um, do they have any requirements for like internet connect uh, connection? I think, that, like- I think that when they. I think that when it was announced, they recommended like five megabits down, which isn't, mm. isn't uh, you know, it should be pretty attainable for most people, I would imagine. Well, I'm currently I'm currently at my parents' house, and the the max that they can get to the building from the ISP is uh 768k. Oh, so you are you're a third world country then, is what you're saying? Uh, yeah. How how is that a thing? Um, welcome to Alaska and the American uh, telco uh, monopolies. So you're, but Canadian internet is supposed to be so shitty, and ours is way faster than that. But really, expen- how much do you pay for that? Uh, I, I don't. It's their internet. I don't pay how, for how it. How much? How much would one pay for that? I know how much I was paying for my twenty-four megs. How much were you paying uh, for that? Uh, anywhere from one hundred and thirty to one hundred and fifty oh, a month. And you had bad caps too, right? Uh, two hundred megs and or two hundred gigs. Two hundred megs. Um. Is that because you're in Alaska or what? Because like Canadians are always freaking out about internet prices. We pay like I pay like I think it's like ninety bucks for like a fifty megabit. Uh, Fuck you for a fifty megabit <laughs> connection, and uh, and I think that includes four hundred gigs. The, the the problem up here, not to get too inside baseball, is that um, there's the company up here, GCI, kind of like bought out a bunch of the competing telcos. Like Rogers Cable was up here. Okay. Like we had Rogers in, in okay. Canada, uh, but they bought it. And so for the longest time, there was only like GCI and ACS and then out here where I am, MTA. And so there wasn't a whole lot of competition, but now we're getting Verizon up here. Uh, ACS is going to start dropping fiber. Um, AT&T is going to start dropping fiber. Nice. So it should become extremely um, uh, competitive, but it's just... 
So that's an so it's an Alaska thing. It's not a U.S. No, it's definitely an Alaska thing. Okay. Yeah. But you get free money every year to make up for it. No, it's an annoyance tax. It's an annoyance tax for living here. So I don't know. I did. Uh, I spend my dividend on this year. Didn't you buy like a Halo sword or some shit? No, that was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. No, I when did. I when I was that was last when I was, year. When I was nineteen, this is this was so funny. I was nineteen. I was still living with my parents. Didn't have Just like, like any today. expenses. Well, well, this is temporary, right? I, I'm recent, recently single. God damn it! <laughs> you guys are picking on me. I, I'm recently single. I'm fragile. It's like T-ball, man. You just set it up and yeah, knock them down. <laughs> I hate you guys so much. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go start my own podcast with nice people. Um, <laughs> oh, wait. I thought I did. Yeah, I was going to say that's how this started. <laughs> and then everyone just begins to hate me. Uh, much like my loved ones. Aww. Aww. Uh, <laughs> um, what was I saying? Shit, I totally forgot. You guys, <laughs> you guys suck. You guys suck. Um, oh yeah. Anyway, you were talking the, the about Halo how Sword. off track we are. Yeah, Halo Sword. This is a quick story. Uh, I was nineteen, had no expenses, <laughs> living parents. Yada yada yada. So Sarah Palin, you guys remember Sarah Palin? Yeah, this is back when she was the governor. Um, said, hey, we need to have an energy credit. So not only are we going to get our dividends every year that we normally get our permanent fund dividends, we were going to get this energy credit that was meant to be spent on like gas or like heating fuel. Cause there's a lot of, even like residential houses up here are heated with oil uh, just cause natural gas lines aren't run. Um, so I got uh, as a 19 year old with no expenses, got a $3,200 check in the mail and I proceeded to buy the most absurd bullshit on the planet. And I bought a uh, real steel replica of the halo two energy sword. And uh, I, I got expedited shipping, and oh, it showed course. up in the mail, and I was so excited. Brought it into, into my my uh, game room, ripped it open, pulled it out, just brandished it in like front of my face, and I said out loud, "Like, what the fuck did I just do? I, <laughs> this is so fucking retarded." And it stayed in my trunk for a few years until I th- I think I gave it to a friend. How many times did so, it get you laid? Uh, actually, uh, negative, negative time? times, <laughs> negative like dozens of times. <laughs> like, hey, you want to see my Halo sword? It's like, oh yeah, yeah. You gonna take off your pants? Nods. No, it's a mountain on the wall next to my uh, samurai sword, and next to my. Uh, That's a nice ninjato. <laughs> next to my ninjato collection and my combat spears. <laughs> it was so off track. It's beautiful. Uh, again, Derek, reel us back in. Bring us back on track. Why don't you tell us about a twenty three hundred DOS games? They're now free for everyone to play. Yeah, so that was a pretty cool uh, announcement. Uh, the Internet Archive, uh, they showed up. Uh, 2,300 Wait, 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 they, sh- they showed up? They showed up on the Internet Archive. So you play things oh, like... No. <laughs> you just phrased it. I was like, so the Internet Archive, these guys just rolled up and was like, hey, I got They're a like, couple hey, of DVDs. like, hey, fuck DVD. you guys. Here's some DOS games. <laughs> um, so literally, like... I don't know if it's the entire library of MS-DOS games or what or how they did it, but 23, like, you can literally play these games in your browser. There's 2,300 of them. You know, stuff like Lemmings, Prince of Persia, The Oregon Trail. Oh, um, really? So it's not just, like, like rando, like, No, bullshit. like, Wolfenstein sure. 3D, Leisure Suit Larry, Golden Axe, Aladdin, SimCity. I'm just reading through Holy some shit. of these. Street Fighter, Donkey Kong, all in your browser for free. Uh, Jazz Jackrabbit, holy crap. Oh my god, that's one of my favorite games of all time. That's a Cliffy B game. Yes, yes it is. Yeah, Metal mm. Gear, Manic Mansion, Cross Country Canada. That's probably, you guys could learn some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we'd want to. 
pole position. <laughs> like, there's are just we gonna, uh, would, by gauntlet. playing that, will we get a an intimate introduction to Doctor David Suzuki? Yes. Do you have no idea who Doctor David? Suzuki I know who is? David Suzuki is. Come on, I don't. That's all I know is his name. But uh, <laughs> I've heard it before. He's like an Asian dude with white hair. He seems really nice. He cares about the environment, saving the world and shit. <laughs> seems really nice. <laughs> <laughs> He's nice like Juan. Yeah, yeah, he probably wouldn't pick on me. Probably. Uh, yeah, probably no, would. you can literally... Ugh, this is amazing. I didn't actually scroll this far before, but there's so much stuff. Championship Manager 93, Arcade <laughs> Trivia Quiz. You got some real great stuff, and you got some real <laughs> shit in here, but there's 2,300 games to play for free, so in your freaking browser. Oh, Commander uh, King, holy shit. I'm going to ignore you guys and play the Oregon Trail right now. Right now, can we can we mod it and do some multiplayer Oregon Trail? Like it's just an in-browser DOS box thing. Sure, we can hack it. It's very cool. Yeah. And then when you go, it's cool. When you go into the game, it tells you who, who developed it, who published it, what year it was released, what else it was released on, the genre, uh, as well as like a description of it and everything like that. It's very cool. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, they have the um, the first Street Fighter, Street Fighter One, which Street Fighter was a obviously a PC game first before it was. On any other consoles, and Street Fighter One compared to Street Fighter Two are vastly different games. Vastly different games. Uh, just it, it was Street Fighter One was bad. Street Fighter One. Thank you for the history lesson. Mm-hmm. Surprising that they made any more after that crap. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. It was really weird. Yeah, I think I um, tried it once when I was like, you know, I was really into Street Fighter Two when I was like whatever age, and I was like, I'm gonna go back to the beginning, and then I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> What even is? This is and then I, I absolute haven't garbage. Street, I haven't played Street Fighter since. Oh. Well, um, speaking about going back to the beginning, one Ooh, of that was the, another good segue. One of the first games to the offer very first a games to very first offer games, segues. God damn it! Uh, <laughs> to offer uh, interesting peripherals that expand the gaming experience with stadium events on the Nintendo Entertainment System. I said that really awkwardly. Um, you guys may or may not remember stadium events. Uh, I'm talking to the listeners. I know everybody on the podcast remembers stadium events, but it was a NES game, which was, you know, just like bullshit, like track and field. It was like track and field. Um, uh, but they had the power pad, which was a, uh, it, it was a lot like those roll up dance mats for, uh, dance dance revolution. And you would use it to play fucking like, you know, track and field games, like hurdles, you know, long jump. And it, it was, I think it was probably designed as a parent annoyance system so that, you know, you'd be upstairs running track and field and your parents downstairs would be trying to enjoy Matlock. Um, but <laughs> they would just have to, they would have to be dr- drowning their sorrows in more and more bourbon. Apparently it, uh, it does work pretty decently. I have a, one of my close friends actually like collects NES games and he has almost the entire like retail, uh, license collection except for of course stadium events and a few other of the rare titles but like it's not uncommon for him to drop like eight hundred dollars on a on a cartridge jesus uh, christ really yeah, no he it's um like if you go into maybe like, he'll buy your playstation if we sign yeah. it or jizz on it no he's like oh he's like only really into the nes stuff and he has a ps3 already but uh oh. like can you we go jizz on his Nint- can we jizz on a nintendo and give sell it to him <laughs> uh i'm sure he'll he may listen and uh i'll let you know what he says but uh, but yeah, he he has like hundreds of NES games, and uh, he you know what? I, last time I was at his place, he like pulled out his power pad, and it, it actually looked like it was pretty. Like I was like, holy crap! It's a dance mat before dance mats, and uh, you know it felt pretty solid and everything like that. His collection is insane, though. Like 
a wall. It's just a wall filled with oh, and he only collects completed box. So they're all with, with boxes and everything like that. And okay. uh, he has some of the. I think he has like he's only missing like five or six. I think I want to say. Um, and he's slowly collecting like the rarest, rarest ones. Like he just spent like eight hundred bucks on like the some Flintstones game that was super rare on the NES. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That game is super like yeah, fucking so hard he, to find. He expensive. just picked up a complete inbox of that, and like yeah, he's like he's he's not gonna get the stadium events, but he's super interested in this because he's up. This is apparently like a new copy of the game, like new as in one that was previously not really known to exist. Because um, mm-hmm. there's only a, apparently if I actually have a chat up here right with him right here, and he was talking about. Um, so it looks like a new copy from what he's read. Because there was only one other graded one. At first, he thought this might have been this other dude's copy because there's apparently three or so in the wild. But that other dude never got his graded. Um, apparently, Namco Bandai does own one still, uh, which would make sense because, you know, Bandai made the game. Um, and then there's apparently another dude that has one, but it's not in very good condition. So this this is a brand new sealed copy and the highest grading ever. So it's no... What's it graded at? It's graded at 85. Mm, that's pretty good up there Uh, yeah it is pretty up there so apparently this dude bought this cartridge in the 90s when he was a nintendo employee but while he worked for the company he was not allowed to sell it for profit and it left the company a couple of years ago and then decided it was time to sell it so it was graded back in 2011 so he's been sitting on it for quite a while um and yeah when i put the link in the in in our outline it was sitting at twenty thousand dollars and right like right now it's at ninety nine thousand eight hundred and fifty dollars and i was like those and i was like those must be troll bids but the top bidder right now has more than one thousand uh more than one thousand feedback so i don't think it's troll bids i think this is like a hundred thousand dollar nest game um when um uh a few years ago i want to say a few years ago like all a while ago like maybe 10 years ago um a uh, an F eighteen Hornet went up for sale on eBay. It used to be in the Blue Angels. Uh, like some guy like ended up with it. I, I don't know how, but it was like a legitimate Blue Angels Hornet that was up for sale. And um, there was a bunch of troll bids and all this other bullshit. And so like eBay took it down and then started like a a like for like stuff that's this hardcore and like higher end, um, like a like a uh, like a like a, a different ecosystem for betting uh, for people that are like verified good bidders that are able to, to pay for this shit. Mm. So that, that might be the case uh, here. You know, the guy, the seller could have approached eBay or whatever. And been like, yo, this is some shit. Here's all my documentation. It's going to do some shit. Um, and they probably, that's probably what they're doing now. So, so you have thought? to be like verified to be able to bid on is what you're saying. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. No, they like every, Actually, I mean, there was a couple of like there was one account that literally bumped it from sixty thousand to to ninety thousand. That account only has eight eight uh, karma. I keep saying uh, <laughs> eight uh, eight feedback, and they've bid on this item thirty seven times. So either they really want it, or they are kind of trolling just to bump it up. But the current bidder, yeah, ninety nine thousand eight hundred and fifty US dollars. He's got more than a thousand feedback. So. And I mean, there's five days and 20 hours left on this auction, so it's going to be really... I I don't know if it'll go much higher than that, but that does, is freaking insane. Does anybody know off the top of their head how much uh, that copy of the world, the gold like world championship cart like sold for? No, I don't remember. Anybody? I can look it up right now. Yeah. Look, do I it, don't think do it was it. that much. Yeah, I was going to say it's, it's, it's not this much, which is weird because like, that's kind of the holy grail of Nintendo collecting is your world championship carts. Um, well, because there's less, there's less than these 
there's there's less of these as far as I know than there was those gold cartridges because there was the gold like it had a buy it now price of sixty five thousand dollars. Uh, the last thing I see, it's a copy sold uh, last year in February for a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, there was um. I believe there's only 12 of the gold carts sold and 96 of the gray carts sold. Or not think, sold, but... I think it was 26, 26 of the gold ones, I think. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm interested to see what, what, what happens with this. And, you know, it'd be amazing if uh, if I were some rich, like, oil baron in Saudi Arabia, I would buy this and then just, you know, like... Uh, Juan tells a great story about... um. Uh, at Comic Con, um, uh, during a, a wrestler panels, who was who was the the heel? Uh, that wrestler guy that came up and tore up in Action Comics number one. Oh, oh uh, yeah, I remember this. <laughs> about two years ago or so, I know three years ago. Al- there was a guy named Alberto oh, Del Rio. Did he? Who? Pu- yeah, oh, he. Oh, portray- I remember. You've told this story. This is awesome. Yeah, he showed up. Uh, it was like a Mattel panel where you know they show the new wrestling figures. And he showed up. And he, he portrays himself as this very rich, pompous uh, Mexican aristocrat with his servant. Who was, uh, and, who was on, on, speaking on the panel? Wasn't CM Punk? Uh... No, that was like a year later. I think it was like Triple H, John Cena, uh, and Seamus. Oh, Seamus was there. That's who okay. he was talking to. Okay. So, so Seamus was talking about, oh, it's great to be here. Totally playing up to the fans. And Alberto Dario walks in with his servant. Uh, he starts talking in a very uh, strong Mexican accent. He was like, I, I, um, you know, all you nerds here, you worship heroes that don't exist, like Seamus <laughs> and Superman. And he was like, so I decided to pick up something for myself. And he pulls out a copy of what's supposed to be Action Comics number one. And it's all sealed in mylar with the grade 9.0. <laughs> and he, so he opens it up and everyone in the room gasps. Like, oh, no, it's removing it from the packaging. <laughs> and uh, he goes, see, I bought this for myself, but I have no need for a fictional hero since I am a hero myself. <laughs> so I decided maybe I just give this away to someone in this room. So everyone starts raising their hands, screaming. And so he goes, who wants it? You, you, you know what? Nobody gets it. And he starts to tear the comic page by page. (laughs) So (laughs) funny. (laughs) And he starts ripping it and he tosses it in the air. And uh, people are like crying out like, no, because for a moment they think it's actually legit. But then after a while, you know, people buy into the joke. But for those beautiful couple seconds, people were like crying out in terror. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there was like, I just hope like some guy cosplaying as Obi-Wan Kenobi like keeled over (laughs) while he was getting like a a cinnamon pretzel. (laughs) He's like... What's wrong? I feel disturbance in Hall H. (laughs) As a familiar nerds cried out in silence, cried out and were suddenly silent. (laughs) Jesus Christ, Juan, you, you, you wax poetic, you know, you should, you should like teach English or something. Uh, uh, You're super illustrious. I I gotta get, I gotta get into that. Yeah, you gotta get into that, that, that teaching dig. Uh, But yeah, no, if I was some, if I was a, uh, a rich oil baron that was also um, an evil wrestler. I would buy this and just be tear it up and at SummerSlam. I know this is a little uh, what you guys talked earlier about the power pad. Did you know that Namco Bandai released an updated power pad in 2007 what, for, for the NES for the Wii? Oh, oh yeah, really? I remember. I didn't know it was called the power pad, but I've seen it. Yeah, 
It was for some weird. It was for yeah. some weird like adventure mini game thing, right? And you're like run on it. Yeah, it's called Active Life Outdoor Challenge, and it sold over a million copies worldwide. What, really? I am dead serious. I'm looking at the numbers right now. So I decided, you know what? Why not pick up a copy for myself? I saw it for 35 bucks. It comes with the power pad, the game. And the only that was the only thing I saw for 35 bucks. All these other sellers are selling it for $101. Wow. So I, I don't know. I just needed to get it to, just to try. See if the power pad is still as good as I remember. You know, running on it, a.k.a. using my fists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just slapping the floor. Cause that's, that's what it ended up. That's what you did. Yeah. I hope there's a – I haven't played the game. I don't know much about it. I hope that there's some kind of unlockable where you can play the original um, track meet mode. Or uh, it has it has to work on the virtual console. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, but I you guys, so. But did you guys bad, ever – Virtual console's gone <laughs> Ooh, on the Wii anyway. Did you guys ever try playing any other games with like a DDR pad and that kind of stuff? No, I just played DDR. I didn't know that you could play. Yeah, because it just it. reads it as a regular controller. So we um we tried to play. Uh, me and my friends tried to play Call of Duty with uh, Guitar Hero Guitar, uh, and it was just funny. Like your guy just watching circles, but like 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 yanking the the guitar up in the air, like made him reload. And we 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 tried to play a few rounds online, but it wasn't uh, uh, conducive to uh, a winning experience. Right. God, and then. What a surprise. And then just real quick about like all these crazy accessories that used to be out. And does anyone remember the uh, Sega Activator? No. It was no. like it was a fighting game. Motion it was like a motion control for the Sega Genesis and it was meant for fighting games. And it was just like this pad that you laid on the floor and there was this ring that you stood in the middle of and you were supposed to like punch and kick for real. Oh, okay. No, no, oh, no. Now yes. you mentioned the ring. Now you mentioned the ring. Yeah. I never played it, but I know what you're talking yeah, about. I remember it was really expensive and all the reviews said it didn't work, but it was just, I don't know, like the crazy crap that they came out with. I remember the first rumble pack I ever bought was like this 10 pound backpack that you were supposed to. <laughs> oh yeah. The, uh, I remember there was a vest that you could buy for the Nintendo 64 that would just like, you're, you're, you're they had a bunch of zones. So if you got shot, like you'd get punched in the chest. No, the, the one that I got was horrible. It was like cross compatible with the, uh, with the Super Nintendo and Genesis, I think. And oh, so this was this is pre six. Yeah, and it's probably why I have back pain now because because <laughs> the thing was like almost as big as I was as a kid, and you were supposed to just strap it around your back, and it would just like shake every time you did anything. <laughs> you you developed uh, um uh, not Parkinson's, Lou Gehrig's disease. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> that was yeah, a bad thanks, joke. Gaming. Nobody's laughing. Shane, that's yeah. <laughs> they're laughing at me, not with me. Um. Yeah, so uh, yeah, kind of a slow news week. Um, I don't really have much to talk about. We um, are past the halfway point. Is there any other anything on the news list you guys want to talk about? Uh, anything you want to touch on that we might not have talked about? Talking about talking? Um, just the news coming out of um, CES, I think, where um, Sony was saying that the PlayStation Four has reached eighteen point five million units sold. And yeah, yeah, that's a fairly large yeah, number. Yeah, and it's like. I think we've talked about it before, but it's one of those things where it's like it's hard to pinpoint why it's selling so well to the point where to the point where um even a few months ago, Sony themselves are saying we don't know why it's selling so well, because I mean, you know, the game lineup <laughs> and objectively speaking, the game lineup's not anything particularly special stellar. Um, Most of their big like hard hitting games are also on Xbox one, even though a few of them have uh, PlayStation four exclusive features, but. 
It reminds me of that quote. I don't remember who said it. I I don't think it was Phil Harrison, but some executive at Sony when the PS3 first came out and people were concerned about the $600 price point and how they weren't launching with anything major aside from resistance. And then that person said, well, we could launch this with no games and people would still buy it. And it didn't happen with the PS3, but I feel like he was about a generation too early (laughs) with saying that (laughs) because it's like the thing's selling like crazy and... There's no, aside from maybe Infamous, depending on what your opinion is on that game, there's no major exclusive out for it. Yeah, I feel like both the, you know, both the, the Xbox One and the PS4 are very much in that similar situation in that they're these 4 to $500 consoles and there's not, aside from like, yeah, there's a ton of like HD remasters of really good games from last year and the year before, but neither of them have many exclusives that are worth buying a... Like, yeah, they're good exclusive. You know, you got Sunset Overdrive, you've got stuff on the PS4. <laughs> um, but none, yeah, what, I, I feel like there, none I of them are... I can't think of any, like, exclusives that I would well, be interested there's infamous, in the PS4. there's Infamous, as Josh mentioned, but... Yeah, don't get me started on Knack. <laughs> um, well, at least I was able to finish Knack. Like I played, I got to the second level of Killzone Shadowfall, and I started falling asleep, so I just took it back. <laughs> you shadow yeah, there's, yeah, fall to like, sleep. Shadowfall was, of course, just a kind of generic thing. Um, but I just mean like none of the exclusives on either system are worth buying a console for. They're not worth dropping half a thousand dollars on you know one of these experiences. So that's interesting that they're both. You know, and I mean, every console starts like this, but I, I just, I feel like at this point, you know, they've both been out for over a year now. At this point in the PS3 and the Xbox 360's life cycles, there had to have been more games in this. Yeah. Aside from, aside from the plethora of indie games that's now on both consoles, because that seems to be, you know, a much more popular thing than it was back then. You know, I guess back then it was like digital games and, and the, PSN store and that kind of st- and the Xbox store and stuff like that were still just coming out, so it's much easier to do that now. But there, there's nothing worth buying these consoles for. Yeah, because I mean, even a lot of the that's an exclusive. That's an exclusive. Like, because yeah, 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 pretty much. Because even a lot of like the so-called exclusives, like Forza Horizon and Little Big Planet Three, they're also on PS3 and 360. Yeah, exactly. So, and I mean, like, yeah, you know, arguably, like, like the game everyone's been most excited about on the Xbox One is, like, the Master Chief Collection, which is, like, literally four old games. Yeah, exactly. And then, not even just that, but even the third-party games, like, I didn't even realize that Dragon's Age Inquisition and Shadow of Mordor were on 360 and PS3 at first. And then I walked into Target one yep. day and saw them in the three in the PS3 section, and I'm like, well, what's, like, what's the point? Yeah, And yeah. I mean... I know, I know. At least in the case of Shadow of Mordor, though, that it's apparently quite different on the PS3. I don't think it has like the Nemesis system and stuff like that, which is obviously one of the best features right. of it. It's severely limited. It, the Nemesis system is severely handicapped on the last gen. Okay, I see. So it's there. It's there, but there, there's you know, its depth is. But yeah, I mean, you're still no largely, depth. you know, you're still largely getting these experiences on the previous generation consoles that everyone already has. So why are you spending? Five hundred dollars on a new one, right? Yeah, yeah. And then because it's a PS4, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I, I mean, I picked up my PS4 just for Destiny, um, and I, I'm trying to think of all the games I own on the PS4. None of them are exclusives. Yeah, like, yeah, none exactly. Of them are I mean, I have all I have all three consoles, and the only one that I end up putting any time in is the Wii U. Yeah, me same Which here. Again, yeah, exactly. Well, actually, I own all four consoles. Let's be clear: PC, <laughs> Master Race, and uh, I put quite a bit of hours in the uh, 
the real gaming machine. Uh, well, I mean, I have, the I have a powerful laptop that I never play games on either. So mm. yeah. we we need we need to uh, start an Indiegogo campaign to get you guys PCs and get you converted. Actually, the game, this the system I've been using the most lately has been my iPad because fucking Papers Please is ridiculous. <laughs> I just discovered this game when it came out on iPad, and I can't stop, and it's making me feel like shit. <laughs> All right, well, uh, you're gonna say something, Josh? Oh, no, I was off? just gonna say, at like for me at least, I feel like the Xbox One is at least picking up a little steam. Um, I'm b- big on music games, so Dance Central Spotlight and the Fantasia Music Evolved were two games that I was really excited about, and those are. Um, well, Dan Central at least is exclusive to Xbox One. Fantasia was also on 360. But I mean, yeah, it's like, even when we were talking about how every console starts off slow, I don't think I can think of a console that started off this slow. Because even, even, yeah. because I've, I've even written about it before when everyone was saying the 3DS was dead because it didn't have 15 AAA games in the first three months. And, <laughs> and, um, even then it at least launched with like Pilot Wings. Steel Diver, and then a f- two months later, like DOA Dimensions, and then six months after that, Mario 3D World, which is when it finally started picking up that and the price drop. But you know, yeah. and it, it goes back to the whole Nintendo Nintendoomed thing. But it's like you know, the 3DS was deemed a failure because it didn't have like Final Fantasy and Mario and like brand new Mario games right out the gate. But and look where it is now. Like now, it's how many millions of units have? Yeah, you no, sold? exactly. But then, like you, t- yeah, and I think people just like to shit on Nintendo because, um, like, like falsely shit on Nintendo because they because- can't find Martha Amiibos anywhere. Yeah, yeah, or that, or you know, they just they've been coming on their Amiibos so much. I just, they have, I have all of them except for I have all of them except for Martha and and and, and Villager, and it's just like I don't even want to look at them because there's just those two empty spots there, and I they just oh, it's terrible. It, it just leaves a hole in your soul that you can't fill. It does. It does, and I'm, I have and now one, they're getting so, so expensive. Like, like I'm looking at eBay because I'm like, should I just bite the bullet? Like, I need these things for some reason. I need these stupid fucking little toys, <laughs> and and Derek, uh, Derek, yeah, Derek, Derek. That's my name. I ordered a Martha Amiibo for you. <laughs> I just it came. should be on its way. I just, came. I, just <laughs> came. I was gonna say that. I was gonna say that's how the coming on figurines of um, subreddit started. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Really, Juan? Did you just uh, do that? No, because uh, I, me, and Josh, we secretly—I guess—not telling each other. We we were getting one for John because he was make, making such a deal on on our. He was flooding my fucking uh, messages on my phone uh, about Martha and Martha and Martha and Christmas time. I got so many messages in Christmas time. About, like, <laughs> every present I open, I say the same thing. This is not Mark. <laughs> oh, that was so. When I got that message on Christmas morning, I just like I burst out laughing. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, you know what? Uh, let me just see what I can do to find this guy a Marth. So I found a decently priced Marth uh, overseas, and and so I uh, I ordered it, and then I told Jonathan that I ordered it, but then Josh told me that he ended up doing the same thing for him uh, like earlier, and he was already on his way to pick it up. And then he said, then we, we talked. He says, tell you what, I'll give this one to John and you can give the other one to Derek because I hear Derek needs it. But I've totally forgot to mention it to you for the last <laughs> four weeks. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Until you just mentioned right now. And I thought, oh, shit. Have I not messaged Derek about this? Why don't I just tell him now? <laughs> that, 
that just lifted that just lifted 50% of the weight off my shoulder. So now I just oh, that's amazing. And yeah, now I'm like I cuz the you you know, I like the US ones are just they're long long they're long, know, long impossible. And yeah, I'm now I'm at the yeah, at this point I'm like I'm where can I get where can I import these from because I just have to have them on the shelf regardless of where they're from. I feel like I feel like we need to rename the episode uh, Juan Carlos, the nicest gamer on the planet. <laughs> you forgot illustrious. The the most illustriously nice. Uh, I can't think of any other. Like, yeah, I just I just gave others. out a little Mac and a Marth today. Hey, if anyone needs a curb, <laughs> I got your back. Peach, Did you get a, peach. Me, Did anyone need found, a peach? I got you, Luigi. I can today I found that. a Diddy Kong that was broken off the stand. Yeah, really. Yeah, in the box. in the box. I've seen, I've seen a couple of I also those. found a Maleficent from Disney Infinity with its head cut off in the box. There was a, a Diddy Kong that sold for like a couple thousand dollars where its lower I jaw was that. missing. Oh, I saw that. It looks it looked mm-hmm. freaky as shit. It has a weird one. Oh, God. And yeah, it's fucked I, up uh, when uh, are selling like crazy. Thank you, I'm pretty stoked on that. That's pretty uh, More than welcome. Yeah, now, now we just need to find Villager. Yeah, I'm going to we need, we, we, need to, we need to find a, uh, a Shulk Amiibo for Shane. Well, you should still be able to pre-order it, no? Yeah, you can. As far as I'm, oh, I think actually it's all of them, but Shulk. Yeah. At oh, GameStop. Really? Yeah. That's yeah, EB, yeah. Yeah. EB Games. Uh, I was only able to pre-order a few, but then I pre-ordered most of them from other places. But then, and then Josh helped me out with uh, DDD and Ike, so that was pretty awesome. Yeah. We'll see. Right. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll get one. We'll we, get we, one. We'll get it. Yeah, we'll, we're, we'll, we'll get it. We have each other covered. Oh, they're going to be family. We're, we're like, we're amiibros. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Comic-Con this year, we're all getting tattoos, amiibros. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. Amiibro tattoos. Just Can we just, just do tr- t-shirts or something? Maybe temporary tattoos. Can we just like, can we just like <laughs> plaster them on our skin for like five seconds? And then... our, our tattoos are temporary, but our bond is forever. Until the next episode. <laughs> um all right guys yeah we're uh as usual running long so um um looks like Derek put in here uh uh facetiously shane's ubisoft rant of the week but uh unbeknownst you, to him you know that was Derek? because it because you know? it i saw you type it on the oh okay on the thing so well then um, I, yeah well um i do have an ubisoft sucks um uh story i feel like I we was, should have like some sort of tag that like like audio tag that plays when you start ranting about Ubisoft. <laughs> the we year to, just started and we already starts with a Ubisoft suck story. <laughs> we need we need to to get like a, a a jingle for it that we can play it like a theme song just for the ranting. Um. Anyway, so like um yeah I um recently split up with uh, uh my girlfriend and so I'm just kind of crashing my parents' place for a bit. They're not was here. it because she's a big Ubisoft fan or uh actually um she works for Ubisoft. She wrote the code for assassin's creed unity <laughs> so yeah that was the um yeah and she's never coded before <laughs> well you is, don't say you which don't is why say things came which is why things yeah, turned out that the way explains they a lot <laughs> um but no so anyway so um uh the, the internet here is kind of shit as we talked earlier uh so i w- wanted to play like offline games that i haven't played before single player experiences uh, and I, um, I remember when I built my dad's computer, it came with a couple of like free codes for a bunch of games. And one of them was Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. So I, I, I remember registering it and claiming the game and adding it to my Uplay account, uh, years ago. And, um, 
I thought, oh, I'll, I'll download it and install it. Let me just say, you thought Origin was bad. You thought Steam was bad. If you have an experience you play, you don't understand what bad even means. You play is illustriously bad. It's oh, just so many things are wrong with it to even to even talk. But uh, I finally got the the shit can piece of software installed on the computer. I downloaded it and um, downloaded it. Went to install it. File corrupted. Had a ver- uh, re-verified. Oh yeah, we downloaded three gig- gigabytes, but. Two of the gigabytes are corrupted. We gotta re-download those. I'm like, oh great. So let the computer run overnight. Next morning, wake up. All right, I'm gonna install it and play it. Bing bang boom. I got about 35% of the way installed. Whoops, more corrupted files. Another gig and a half corrupted. So I did this like three or four times until it finally fucking downloaded. And it, it I'm on it's the internet here is slow, but it's DSL, so it's much more stable than cable. So it's it's all on Ubisoft's side. So I haven't played it yet because I just got it fucking installed yesterday after trying to get it done for a week. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's my weekly Ubisoft rant. Yeah, get your shit that together, happened man. to me a couple times when the PS3 first came out and I was trying to download a DLC or something for Ratchet and Clank, uh, Crack in Time, I think. And it kept downloading halfway and then get saying it was corrupted, but my that particular PlayStation was just on the fritz. So mm-hmm. Yeah, well... I don't know. My computer is definitely not on the fritz, and Uplay's been around for a while, so I don't know what the issue is. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let's get into the games we've been playing this past week. Um, I haven't played anything uh, because Ubisoft and Uplay sucks. I wanted to play Blood Dragon, uh, but you guys, you guys have been playing, so take it away, folks. Folks? Folks? Guys? Guys and dolls. Go ahead. Uh, uh, I've I've actually been playing a bunch of stuff this week. Uh, not Not putting, you know, and it's mostly older stuff, so it's not that exciting, but uh, Amiibo Hunter still, which is kind of boring right now because, um, you know, we're so far in between waves and nowhere seems to be, nowhere around me anyway seems to be getting any shipments of any sort. So, um, you know, I'm still checking because I still got some friends that, you know, would love a pit or love a Captain Falcon or, or even like a, well, Little Mac is, Little Mac is gone. Little Mac's him, you know, the rarest of wave two, it seems like. Um, which they call unicorn status online, because uh, well, um, what's what's the the rarity of of um, what's his fucking name Ike? Is Ike out on the market? No, Ike is no, wave but... three. Okay, so nobody knows yet. But he, like, I know at least in Canada, they pulled pre-orders for Ike long before they pulled them for anything else. So yeah, I don't know if it was Pete that people were pre-ordering Ike way more because they saw obviously how valuable Marth was, or that they just knew that he was not going to be very well stocked but they that he was he was long gone very quickly in Canada. Yeah, if there's any if there's any wave 3 character that's going to go unicorn status that'll be Ike for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so No, is it just because Fire Emblem and Marth or is like is he like a sought after character or do you feel like it's just going to be one of those force well, rarity things? I think it's I, th- I think I I don't know. I think that it's just just like Amiibo has become so popular and it's like even people that have no interest, you know, it's look how flooded eBay is with all this stiff stuff. Like I think that so much of the market has just gone to people just buying up everything, hoping to make profit off of it that, you know, it's, it's aside from the Luigi's and the Mario's and the peaches that you'll never, ever, ever not see on a store shelf. Like everything's being bought up and thrown on eBay, which makes it super, super hard. Um, you know, like, I mean, if a store gets 10, 10 Ikes in, What's stopping that first person from walking walking in the store to buy every sing- from buying every single one? And and it happens, and I've seen it happen. And yeah, Josh uh, saw it happen. 
Yeah, no, totally. And I, I don't understand why, you know, obviously Nintendo knows it's happening at this point. Obviously the retailers know it's happening. Why is there not a one per customer, you know, not, not one amiibo per customer, but one of each per customer, like rules in place. And I mean, not that that'll stop people because then it's like, oh, I'm going to bring my son and he's going to get them too or whatever, but it at least makes it a little bit harder. You know, then, then sh- one, you know, then shades walking into Best Buy and grabbing all the, all the little Macs, right? Like, yeah, no. I don't know. It's, uh, it's yeah, pretty I mean, now that, now that all the retailers should be well aware of the demand for these things, hopefully by the time wave three comes that they will be some kind of a limitation in place. Cause I mean, it's getting ridiculous. If like you said, if one person's able to walk in and just buy 10 and that's the only 10 they're ever going to get, then that's bullcrap. And I, and I hope that they, you know, I hope there's like a solid release date that they talk about too. Cause like wave two, you know, there was two A and two B because of shipping delays or whatever, but they just popped up on store shelves. And if I, you know, I, I, you know, for some reason I'm saying I'm lucky, but I work, you know, in a mall. So they oh, yeah, the, backpedaled. <laughs> you backpedaled is, so hard. This is literally the one time that I've ever felt lucky to work in a mall. But, you know, I can, I, I'm lucky in that I can check Toys R Us every day. And yeah, one day there was a pit and a, and a Captain Falcon there. And otherwise I never, ever would have seen it. Like, um, and it just popped up on the shelf. There was no street date. Like it, it just, they got the shipment and they put it out and that was it. And so, you know, looking at wave three, if this happens with wave three, especially with the exclusives, like Target Canada has confirmed that Rosalina will not be pre-orderable whatsoever in the store. So what am I supposed to wait outside Target every single day in like hopes of something that doesn't have a release date? Or are you they going to tell us you, when you it's going to hire. You need to hire your own version of Shades. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think there's a whole network of them, but I'll get to that when I get to my games that I've been playing. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so, it, you know, to move on, like, you know, still checking for the Amiibos every day. Because yeah, I still got friends that are looking for a few of them. And, you know, maybe I'll get, maybe maybe a, a villager will pop up on that shelf. Uh, yeah, right. But, you know, besides <laughs> that, I, I've actually been putting a lot of time into some iPad games this uh week um as i mentioned i think last week i've just discovered papers please um because it just hit the ipad which is an amazing you know i played it a tiny bit on the pc like a a couple days before the ipad version came out just to see how it differed and stuff like that it definitely like it feels like it's made for a touchscreen um i don't know if you guys have played it but it, it focuses a lot on like you know tapping documents and dragging things around the table and stuff like that and it feels very very at home on the touchscreen but man, that game feels, it makes you feel like a piece of shit. Like all of a sudden they're like, oh, you just have to like, you know, refuse anyone from this country. And then, so I feel like a racist asshole. And then it's like, there's people that are like, oh, if, if you decline me, like they're going to kill me when I get back to my country. And it's like, so do I let her in and like take, you know, take credits away from feeding my family or do I like, you know, and, and then it's like, why do I care? Like this, they're literally not real things, but you still care. And it's like super effective. And, uh, it's an emotional game and, and it's not fun. I'm not having fun with it, but I can't stop playing it. Like, it's just so good. <laughs> like the whole time I'm just like super stressed out. And then like, you know, you're like all sweaty cause you're so stressed out. And I'm just like, fuck, like it's horrible. Uh, but it's so good. It's, it's great. I love it. Uh, and, uh, and there's this great game that I just, just bought on a whim called Monument Valley. Have no. you guys ever heard of that? Mm-mm. It's it it's on Android and uh, iOS. It's like this puzzle game, but um, the puzzles all like like you're this like character. It's kind of it really reminds me of Journey actually, which if you, like 
I loved Journey on the, you know, on the PS3. And uh, it kind of really in its art style and in its audio and stuff like that reminds me of that. But it's like a puzzle game and you're this character and you basically just start trying to get to the end of the level. But it involves like turning uh, pieces of the world and stuff like that. And it's, it's it uses a lot of, I can't, I can't re- remember the art style, but it, it's almost like every level it, like involves like optical illusions. So you kind of have to figure uh. out how to make it oh it's like um it's like fez with forced perspective and shit yeah yeah um okay i'm looking super, at the trailer right now yeah it's really fun and uh gorgeous gorgeous game i definitely recommend picking that up and i got That's back adorable. into alien isolation which um now for um sorry to keep cutting you off but for no, go for it monument valley like uh it's on the uh android it's on google play do you think that this game would be conducive to a cell phone or would you say get it on a fucking uh, tablet i think it would work on either I, I i've played it i mean i have an iphone 6 plus so it has a big ass screen but i've played it on both the ipad and the iphone it's just as good it's just as fun on the iphone but you really like it's really a really a beautiful game so i would you know if you have that bigger screen play it on as big a screen as you can because it's gorgeous but but if you you know it's just just play worth playing on whatever you can play it on but um it's yeah it's a really fun and really gorgeous title Hmm. And it's like three bucks or something. Like it's unreal. Yeah, no, uh, I, I, amazing games are really f- competitively priced on the mobile markets. Well, and sad, <laughs> it's uh, it's unfortunate that they, you know, piracy is so rampant on mobile markets. Actually, I read just a couple of days ago the developer of Monument Valley was talking about it, and it was something like, you know, on both platforms there was a lot of piracy, but only four percent of installs on Android were paid for. And yeah. it, it was something like 40% on iOS, um, which is, you know, still a huge amount of piracy, but a lot better. But 4% like that, I can't, like, I can't even imagine that. Like how much time and effort and, 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 fun, you know, probably money went into creating something like this. And then, you know, to have this absolutely beautiful, you know, piece of art basically. And then just, just 4% of people that have experienced it paid for it, like is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, Josh, uh, Leighton versus Wright in Neptunia 2? Uh, yes, about it finally finished Professor Leighton versus Phoenix Wright, which was kind of sad because it's the last new Leighton that's ever going to come out according to what they've said. So, um, you know, it's pretty much what you would expect um, when you're playing as Leighton. You solve a bunch of puzzles as you progress through the story, and then it switches to trials where you play as Phoenix Wright and present evidence to prove that witnesses are lying. But... Um, the funny thing about it is it's supposed to take place in this weird, like, um, middle ages type of area where there's, um, like knights and witch hunts and that kind of stuff. And then you meet these characters that do the witch's bidding and they have to do whatever task the witch gives them so they could be assimilated back into society. And the characters in the mm-hmm. game were called shades. So <laughs> like, ever since then, I was just having the biggest, like this biggest time with the game where I was every time they showed them, I would be like, Hey, Megan, Megan, look, it's shades. There's more of them. It's a whole network of them. (laughs) I I was like, I was telling her that guy was probably sent to Best Buy. His task was to secure the amiibos for the great witch Bazella. So he could assimilate into society. (laughs) 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 Fucking brilliant. That's awesome. And, uh, Neptunia two. What's what? What is that? I've never um, heard of it. It's a sequel to Neptunia one, and um, and that's about Obviously. it. Obviously, 
No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, um, cool. No, real quick. It's funny, we're t- and now that we're talking about piracy, it's like, it's pretty much what I was talking about on the end of your show, how it's like the whole plot is that it's supposed to be a take on the game industry, and each main character represents a console, and their strength depends on how many fans or owners they have, I guess. So, it's like the plot mm, of okay. this one is that all of the main characters get defeated by these new enemies who drained all their strength because they represent pirates and everyone's pirating all the games so they're losing all their fans since no one's actually buying their stuff mm. i guess and then so it's like okay. now okay. you have to put in this game you play as their little sisters who represent all the handhelds and okay yeah i'm looking at the Wiki- wikipedia um uh article now okay and like ram and rom or the nintendo ds okay and the cover art oh my god so many oh, yeah. waifus. Yeah, so definitely. many waifus. And then, then Shane, I'm sure you could appreciate this, because the, once the main characters from the first game get captured, they get wrapped in tentacles. Oh, yeah, because I'm a pervert. But yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, I, I appreciate so, that. Just wanted to make sure you were aware. Also, and uh, <laughs> just to go back one more time to a piece of news that has, relates to it, is that the collector's edition they just announced about an hour ago will go on sale on for pre-order on January 14th at 6 p.m. Pacific time. And the reason why it's such a big deal is because last time they sold out within an hour and then they started going for like $500 on eBay for the first game. So, yeah, yeah. Don't tell no, Shades. Shades probably going to be lined up at a Best Buy somewhere, so he's not even going to be aware. <laughs> hmm. All right. Well, Juan, is there anything you, uh, you've you been playing this past week? Um, well, there were a couple of games I wanted to get through more. Destiny, Sunset Overdrive, and Shadows of Mordor. I got a little bit through Destiny. I um, still don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't think anybody knows what they're doing. Just like it shoots shit until it dies and then do it again. Yeah. Um, I haven't, it's fun. I'm still waiting to get like a steady stream of uh, players to go on missions with. But the problem is the majority of my friends who own the game who've been playing it religiously own it on PS4. Yeah. So, yeah, you fucked so up I by c- getting that Xbox. Uh, I did, I guess. <laughs> but but I, I, I like what I have so far. Mm. But the thing is, anytime I have some free opportunity to play a game, uh, my wife insists that we play Hyrule Warriors. Not that I have any problem with it. I love Hyrule Warriors. I just know that when my wife's awake and when she wants to play games, we're playing Hyrule Warriors. <laughs> Ooh, uh, all right. <laughs> She's, she is in love with that game. And I, that's all I've been playing for the last two and a half months. Not Smash Brothers Wii U, not anything else. That's the game. And it doesn't help the fact that for those of you who have the game, you have the there's this thing called the adventure mode where you have a map that's very reminiscent of the old school Zelda and they break everything into a, a chart. So there's 128 different missions for one map. So we just finished the first map. Now we're in the master quest map. We're a couple of stages from beating that. We barely touched the Twilight uh, princess map that they released about a month ago. So now that we are just about to finish the Twilight map, I would say in about a week, they're going to release the Majora's Mask downloadable map pack this month. Wow. And it's going to involve another fucking map of 128 missions, two additional characters. One of them, I'm guessing, has to be Skull Kid. I have no idea who the other one might be. Uh, my only <laughs> guess is Tingle. <laughs> just because I feel what, like. What would t- his ultimate move be? Balloons, <laughs> balloons, and uh, I, I don't know, or may- maybe uh, could- candy. 
Just keep them. Maybe you could keep drop away bombs like in the um, Tingle Tuner for Wind Waker GameCube. Oh god, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be great. Or uh, you know, just uh, I don't know, court orders to appear for you know <laughs> indecent exposure. <laughs> Hanging around the park in the Kokiri Forest. <laughs> but but yeah, it, it's it, there's just too much. It, there's so much content. I can't remember a game that I played that has just so much content. It doesn't let me play anything else. It's first. This is the definition of first world gamer problem. There's so much game I have to go through, and I'm sure this game's gonna keep me occupied until the next damn Zelda game comes out for Wii U. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that is actually a uh, uh, a good segue. We're really good on segues this this week into yeah, our we're nailing it into our mission objectives. Um, but first, before we get into that, let's talk about responses from last week. Uh, you guys might remember, uh, that our rich objective last week is what is your gaming new year's resolution or your new year's resolution for gaming? Um, and some of the ones that we have on here, Ryan S, um, which I want to think might be Derek's, uh, NES collector friend. Is he? Yep. Yeah. Nailed it. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, his was to buy that copy of stadium events. Um, so Good birthday present for Ryan S. Um, our favorite fan, Jeremy S., Jeremy Shepard, uh, said, My New Year's gaming resolution is to play more of my games on my Xbox One at night, like Forza Horizon 2 and Titanfall. Also play more Wii U with the family, Mario Kart 8, Super Smash Bros., and Hyrule Warriors. Laura A. said, My gaming resolution has become a real gamer, so I can play with you guys and not be asking for help every five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Nathan M. said, uh, Beating Kingdom Hearts 2 on critical mode. Harder than Proud Mode, which was their version of Hard, and original only uh, and originally only available in the Japanese Final Mix. Half the available health throughout the game and an increased strength for everyone. Should be fun times. And I got a couple more here. Um, Eric B said, replay my N64 games that I started as a kid. Mario 64, Zelda, um, uh, Ocarina of Time, and Majora's Mask, etc., etc. Uh, also, uh, Warcraft 2 and Starcraft on PC. He wants to, uh, and he said, to kind of relive my childhood. Uh, Troy M. said, to get all through the games I got for Christmas, but I probably won't happen. Um, and then Sam G. Uh, responded uh, quite eloquently with, uh, no more shaving my taint. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure how that's gaming, so, really. Sam, yeah, I don't know. Um, do, is there, do you have Amiibo support for your taint? Like, can we, can we figure something out here? <laughs> so... Um, and then also in the same vein, Matt H said he wants to install a big titty mod for Skyrim. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, David A said he wants to get through Dark Souls without a single death. And then lastly, Keith L said, start playing more games. I kind of stopped playing games for a bit and focus more on my music. Since picking up Majora's Mask, I think a return to gaming is in order. And I think that is a, uh, great New Year's resolution. Do, um, any of the other guys have any, uh, responses that uh, were sent yes, in? Yes, I have a couple. Um, nope. oh, oh. Uh, Victor G said, get the PC ready for Witcher 3 and the Oculus. Amen. Amen. PC uh, Mary Mastery. C said, play more and socialize less, which, which would probably <laughs> be my resolution if I socialized at all. Um, <laughs> uh, Matthew D said, complete a game a month minimum. That's, that's good. Put it yourself on a schedule. Like, I, fuck. Yeah, okay. I, I'm, I'm with that. And I'm with Carlos that. S. said, rank number one on an online leaderboard. Yeah. 
Good luck. And <laughs> only leaderboard, I, I think I said this before, the only leaderboard I got number one on was the High School Musical 3 Karaoke for Xbox 360. What? Uh, do you remember I what dance. song? And I think bet, and I think bet on it. But you, but you do dance, and you do I dance try. amazingly. As long as there's, as long as there's arrows on the screen, I'm fine. <laughs> and then uh, Darren B said, "Dominate Magic: The Gathering or Hearths or Hearthstone? How do you say that? Hearthstone? 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 And then Hearthstone. last one is just drop the e, okay, just drop the e, okay. Hearthstone. Perfect. And then last one, buy more amiibo, obtain the Arkan Stone, and which at this point is Marth and Villager by some guy. <laughs> <laughs> Just some guy? Yeah, I wonder who I wonder. it might be. He might even be listening to us right now. <laughs> right now. But we're not broadcasting live, because so it's how you. is that possible? Ooh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, yeah, so those were all quite good. Um, I think uh, the gamers out there really know what their resolutions are. Uh, um, need to be, and I know mine was to get better in Counter Strike, and I have played it absolute zero times in the past three months. So I'm right on my way to ranking up. Uh, but uh, this week's uh, mission objective is um, New Year 2015 2015. Uh, a lot of new games are announced. We talked about some at the end of last week's episode. So you guys, what games are you most looking forward to in 2015? Juan, you go first. Uh, I'm not ready yet. <laughs> 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 all right uh josh you go first okay so i mean of course there's the um like the splatoons the zeldas and everything but um on more of the obscure side it hasn't been announced yet but i'm hoping that it does come out so as a long shot i'll say danganronpa another episode which is the action adventure spinoff to the text adventure game that i named my game of the mm-hmm. year last mm-hmm. year and then as far as games that were actually announced um J J Victory Versus, I think it's called J Stars Victory Versus, which was like a crossover fighting game that came out for PS3, PS4, and Vita, I think, in Japan last year. Mm-hmm. And it's one of it's one of those games where it has like Naruto and One Piece and like all these different anime properties in the same fighting game together. And usually those games don't come out in the United States because the licensing is all divided up between properties, but somehow, some way. Uh, Namco and the owners of each property managed to pull it off. So they re- they announced maybe about a week or two ago that it's getting a stateside release. Oh wow! So I'm really lo- um, yeah. So I'm really looking and forward it's, to um, it. It's um it's like the Shonen Jump uh uh properties. Right. Yeah. And like that reminds I don't know if anyone. So it's like it, it's but, like um, fucking Smash Brothers for anime. Holy shit! I'm all over this. You you know what? Th- this one's like a 3D fighter, so it's not really so much like Smash Brothers. But if you're into that, there was a a DS game that came out for the original DS. I, I and I was gonna was... say I I had an R4 like uh, uh flash cart for the the original DS, and I I played the Shonen Jump side scrolling fighting game. Um, oh yeah, that yeah that was the one. It was it was so good. Yeah, and there was nothing like playing a fighting game as Yugi from Yu Gi Oh. Yeah, <laughs> and just like pulling cards out and like summoning monsters to beat the crap out of people. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm totally on board. Like, uh, and you said uh, it was coming out on the PS4. Um, I believe PS3, PS4, and PS Vita. Fuck yeah! All right, whatever that, whatever that is. Yeah. The, the what? What the fuck is a Vita? The, what's a PlayStation Vita? Is that like a you know blender? Is it like a drink? I think it's a drink. I think it comes with an Ouya. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a penis pump. Uh, what? What? <laughs> I don't know. What, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, yeah. So, you got any more games you're looking forward to? Uh, th- those are about it. I mean, it's, like I said, aside from the major ones like Batman, Arkham Knight, um, Splatoon, 
Zelda, Star Fox, Uncharted. Cool. Um, just so many. Yeah. Uh, Derek, what about you? Uh, I just hope they release another Candy Crush game this year. <laughs> uh, oh. No, I uh, most looking forward to Metal Gear Solid Five and Silent Hills. Um, both be- those are basically like my favorite series. So uh, it's, it was both- it was Silent Hills like like tentatively dated for 2015 or i thought that i I thought i think it's been i think they've said it's been it'll be episodic uh episodic it's rumored rumored at least i don't Uh, know if it's been confirmed um see for games like like uh the walking dead and you know telltale does episodic really well um but for something like that I, i want that all in one fucking chunk well, and it might, it might, that might be the case. It might have just been a rumor. But that and Silent Hills, I'm really looking forward to Mario Party 10 because Mario Party is so much fun. And I haven't played the last few, and I've heard that they haven't been as good. But hopefully, mm-hmm. this one, you know, adding the Wii U gamepad in there and stuff like that, hopefully they can, you know, make that pretty cool. Isn't isn't the new one where like everyone's like everybody who's got like the Wii motes are against the person with the uh the, I think so the, the yeah. gamepad. So it's kind of like a like dm versus players thing yeah yeah exactly i i'm also really looking forward to the uh uh new dlc for mario kart 8 which yeah. is my game of the year so cool uh now one have you yeah uh, i just needed to get my facts straight um but like josh aside from the star fox zelda um even with uh yoshi woolly world and kirby rainbow canvas curse or i think that's the title of that one uh, I'm i'm looking yeah. for just to kind of you know, backtrack a little bit with the Bayonetta 2 story and how they Nintendo got the exclusive rights for that and pissed off a bunch of gamers. I want to uh, get my hands on Devil's Third, uh, which comes out. Devil's, Devil's Third. Devil's Third oh, comes yeah. out uh, this year. It's this, a game that originally THQ was going to publish, but they closed their doors back in 2013. Uh, I remember driving down the 405 North and South every day to work when I was working up there in uh, Beverly Hills, and then uh, the THQ just closed. Because it was right off there next to the um, that shopping center, the Hughes Shopping Center. But they closed their doors. So then uh, um, Itagaki, the guy who created Dead or Alive and worked on Ninja Gaiden with Tecmo, he left to make his own studio with Valhalla, uh, called Valhalla Studios, and, or Valhalla Game Studios. And they got the rights back. And then Nintendo called and says, well, tell you what, we'll pick it up and we'll publish it. So now Devil's Third, this hardcore... Uh, shooter slashing like really gruesome, like really violent, like makes a uh, No More Heroes look like fucking Fisher Price. Um, <laughs> it's coming out uh, for as a Nintendo uh, property, well, as a Nintendo Wii, Wii U exclusive, I should say. It's a Wii exclusive, and yeah. it was originally supposed to come out for the PS3 and Xbox 360. So, wow, that's really so interesting. The- and I I I, uh, I just looked up some screenshots and I remember the dude covered in tattoos and so now I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So the the graphics right. are are admittedly are not going to look uh, as us up to par by this gen standards, but uh, with a game with so much time behind it and polish and just to really work on the gameplay, I'm really curious to see how it handles like and how it works. Um, I, and, and I'm a big fan of Itagaki. Uh, so I, I'm just for that reason alone, I'm going to pick this up, regardless if it was going to come out for the Wii U or 360 or PS3. Uh, this is something I've had my eye on for quite some time. And when uh, a couple years ago, when they made an announcement that Nintendo's going to have a, a big news, and Itagaki tweeted out some clues that you should pay attention, like for the following couple days, uh, the fans put the clues together and figured out that it might mean that Devil's Third may come out for Nintendo system, but nobody. 
really bought it until it came out because you know the whole stigma of Nintendo not having hardcore M-rated games. They said there's no way, there's no way it's going to come out, and sure enough, Itagaki confirmed that it is going to be a, a Nintendo game. And now we're in the year we're going to see it finally after what four or five years. Yeah, it's been a long time. I mean, I was afraid for a while that it was going to be canceled because it was floating around in limbo for so long. You know, you say that like, um, and you know, everybody knows the the stigma that uh, Nintendo doesn't have M-rated games. But some of my favorite, like, most like absurd M-rated games were on Nintendo consoles. Like fucking No More Heroes. You brought that up. Uh, Killer Seven, uh, Resident Evil oh, Four. God, I love. I love uh, Killer Seven. It was. It's so underrated. Uh, dude, yeah. I'll throw out Mad uh, World. And I fucking loved Mad World. That was yeah, a blast. Mad World was pretty insane. That was a blast. So, huh. Interesting, interesting dichotomy from what is perceived and what is. And by the way, just uh, not to go again, but Mad World, just shout out for Mad World, the one of the best cast of voice actors in any fucking video game I've ever played. Yeah, yeah, they were so fucking on point. That's all I want to say. Anyway, oh okay. Yes, I was gonna say especially oh, the commentary. So yeah, um, yeah, that was that was like one of the selling points for me. Um. All right, cool, cool, cool. I'm going to keep Devil's Third in my radar. Uh, for me, you know, uh, to completely just pair what everyone says, besides, you know, the, the AAA titles, um, I was uh, talking with my friend tonight, and he, uh, he listens to the podcast, and he's like, hey, what's that, what's that, like, murder game you guys always talk about? And I'm like, oh, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, the one where, you know, you're just, like, a <laughs> dude that wants to, like, kill people. And um, I was like, hatred? He's like, yeah, can you tell me more about that? And I explained to him, like, you know, oh, you play a guy that looks like Nathan Explosion from Metalocalypse, <laughs> and you're just out there to... And he's like, yeah, it does sound kind of fucked up, but it, it kind of sounds really fun at the same time. And then I realized, like, you know, uh, yeah, it, it was kind of fucked up in the trailer and maybe uncomfortable, but but shit. I mean, we, we can remember back to, like, Duke Nukem giving strippers dollars and, you know, the outrage that we had, and that was... And that we look back to that, and it's funny and hilarious, so... Um, I'm kind of like looking forward to it kind of 50, 50, like, let's see if it lives up to the controversy. And it just sounds like it might be just gratuitous, like disgusting fun. So he kind of swayed me on that. Uh, but I'm also, um, uh, kind of my interest in battlefield hardline has peaked. And if you're not familiar with battlefield hardline, it was, it's, uh, when it first got announced, everyone said it was like, oh, it's just a, a skin pack for battlefield four. And I got in the beta and played it, and I have to say it, it's I have to say it plays um, you know obviously just like all the other battlefields you're running around and doing objectives, but for some reason I f- it felt like it it felt more action packed. Um, it's instead of taking place in a battlefield, you're taking it takes place in like cities and you're cops versus robbers. So there's a couple of like really fun game types where you have to like escort a an armored car with money or uh, you know steal briefcases. Um, and the vehicles aren't, you know, tanks and APCs and shit like that. There's, you know, like SWAT vans, uh, police motorcycles, police cars, cruisers. Um, and I don't know, maybe just because it was like on like like recognizable city streets. Like uh, there was a map that uh, I don't believe it was called L.A., but it was it was that famous like big intersection in downtown L.A. That's also like the focal point of Los Santos. Um, uh that was like there was a uh, a co- command point under the bridge there, and like shit, shit, uh, shit blowing up. The explosions felt bigger. The sound was so phenomenal. Like the one thing that the battlefield games get are are ambient sound, um, sound compared to like the you you the distance between you know the 
source and you they do a really good job in the sound design and hearing like explosions echo through the buildings and something just just the environment was really really compelling and uh the more and more i'm seeing about it now that uh i think they had another beta and they're starting to release more stuff and uh Everybody thought it was going to be like a rushed out game. And this isn't by Dice, it's by a different studio. And they they were like, oh no, we want to do this really, really well. We want to make it stand out and like be its own franchise, essentially. And they've uh, pushed it back and pushed it back and put more and more polish onto it. But I think uh, because everybody was really quite upset when it was announced. And it's like, well, why are you putting out this new game and not fixing Battlefield 4 at the time, which was kind of fucked. So... Uh, but now the everyone's starting to sway, and I'm excited for it. And I'm gonna, I'm not gonna do a day one. I'm, I'm done doing day one pickups. Uh, fuck you, Unity. Never doing that ever again. <laughs> but um, I'll definitely pick it up like week one, um, or you know month one. So, but yeah, that's it, guys. The first real episode of 2015 of Geekscape Games podcast. Um, let us know what games you're look you're most looking forward to in 2015. You can leave a comment on the show notes. You can tweet us, uh, or you can put Somebody it on check our out Facebook. Uh, if you want to tweet me, if you want to twat me. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, what happened to Derek? I'm here. Oh. <laughs> yeah. If you want, it's just almost one a.m. and I'm really tired. Um, if oh, you want to, if you want to tweet me uh, or twat me, you can get me on Twitter. You can get me at Shane O'Hare. <laughs> Anybody else? Jump in at Enu Joshua. <laughs> We're going out of order. This is making me. I don't like change. Uh, at the Kingdom Hearts. All, right, well, all right. Well, then, what's your Twitter handle? It's one. Derek, you haven't like you haven't figured it out yet. You haven't gotten at, the hit. Uh, at at D Cranavelt. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, um, that is it for uh, level thirteen. So uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.